0: You're listening to Star Wars Hangout.
1: The best Star Wars Hangout in the galaxy. Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm Ez.
0: And I am Lottie.
1: And friends, we are back with The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 4, Chapter 20, The Foundling. See, I got all those titles in there that time. I had to, you know, make sure there's... There's so many titles. <laughs> it's like Chapter 20, but it's Episode 4 yeah. of Season 3, The Foundling. So oh, that's gotta, crazy.
0: I never thought about that. Yeah. We
1: gotta get them on. Yeah, it's all one thing. I mean, right? So they're kind of keeping track of the total number of episodes that we've had this whole time. But uh, yeah, this is The Foundling, and uh, we are... Let's just say that this episode blew me away. You remember, I was, I was like, I was like, what? I mean, when, when, you know, who shows up? We're not gonna say yet. This is, by the mm-hmm. way, spoiler uh, episode. But the non-spoiler review of this is, it's freaking awesome.
0: It is pretty cool. There's a couple of scenes that are very, very. Um special, memorable. Yes. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. And it's just, it's just growing. I mean, it is just growing and growing and it just feels more interconnected. Things are starting to make more sense. Yeah. Actually, that's the big one because there's been so much mystery. You do have to kind of wrap up some of those questions that we've had, but then there's also more questions, which is great. So all that to say, uh, we loved the the episode four, chapter 20, the foundling. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. It's truly the Mandalorian. It's a very Mandalorian episode. (laughs) <laughs> yes,
1: yes, it is it, right because that last episode, so chapter three, uh, or sorry, chapter nineteen, episode three, was very different. We went back to Coruscant, yeah. Elia Kane. We had uh, thanks again to Michaela for popping on that episode. Really cool to talk with her, and uh, she's a big Star Wars fan. Oh, that That's was really so fun
0: listening to you guys. <laughs> really
1: good thoughts. Our Thrawn theory was uh, was uh, taking taking some. Um, it was taking off a little bit, so <laughs> I enjoyed it. But okay, into the spoilers here. So essentially, this episode starts off with. Sort of a, a, a trials thing, like Mandalorian trials. They're all fighting. Grogu has his moment where he's sort of stepping maybe from foundling to apprentice. We're not sure what yeah. what's happening there. And then one of the foundlings is taken right so a war party is mustered they have to go get the foundling meanwhile the armorer says grogu come this way and into the into the uh you know into the forge right Mm -hmm. they go and we get an epic flashback to order 66 and and who rescued grogu master beck master kellerin beck is there to rescue grogu it was wild it was awesome so yeah. uh we'll talk more about that and then we come back to this secret um covert of mandalorians where they go in the war party and they rescue this foundling that happens to be paz son ragnar yeah. yeah which was crazy which
0: we find out later in the episode yeah he doesn't so that- he doesn't right away uh, reveal that he is his son
1: we must save the child <laughs> yeah the child. The child is in danger.
0: The foundling. The child.
1: Yeah. First he says the child. Uh, mm-hmm. It will kill the child. We must do something. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then and then behind... You know, did you just see... I can almost imagine like we're over... He walks over behind the rocks and he's just sobbing. It's like, oh my gosh, my <laughs> son. But they can't... They don't like show a lot of emotion. And we're yeah. trying to figure out really yeah. uh, what it is about these Mandalorians. These these warlike sort of... Um, uh, these warriors. Warrior culture. So... Uh let's just dive in here though. What did you think? What were your some of your initial thoughts I guess as we're as we're in the spoiler discussion about Grogu in his fight. He takes on Ragnar at the beginning and he basically Daddy Din is like it is time for you. Playtime <laughs> is over. Uh you need to step up. To- This is the only part that I think is a little... I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how, if Mm -hmm. they're going to eventually advance the Grogu, like what Grogu can do. I mean, he's definitely doing flips and and stuff now, which is really cool. So I wasn't expecting that. But what did you think about that fight sequence, I guess? I mean, it's darts. Bring out the ancient darts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was fine. I just felt like it was so random that Din was like, okay, now we need to do something here. And I mean, it's okay to not lose his training out of sight like you know to to not lose everything he learned from luke that's fine because he's been i mean he's stepped up when din was in danger and he had to go get Bo-Katan on -hmm. his own Mm -hmm. he's learning so much every day right from din And yeah. it's okay to 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 double down on that and and train him a little bit more. But it just felt like, okay, here you go, fight. No no introduction. Yeah. Yeah. He had, Grogu has no clue what kind of weapons the Mandalorians use. And normally Din was explaining a lot of stuff to him on the way, like about the star system and the yes, f- yes. The flying and all that stuff. And then he need, he needs to know his way around. And this time it was just like, here you go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, I felt like they're it, we get right into it, and I think Bo-Katan at one point says that like this is her father was the yeah. same way or something, you know. And so, um, also, I just want to point out that they're they're launching a ton of rockets and blaster fire into this pond, this, uh, lake that they're they oh, like, oh shoot, yeah, the tra- got, hope, yeah, save your ammunition, right? <laughs> um, and then I also saw they were fighting with spears behind. You know, like back in the background, you see a lot of fighting going on and training and they're training with Mm -hmm. a spear, like a, like a staff or whatever. I thought that was kind of cool because that's really what Den uses in this, uh, during at the end of season two. Mm -hmm. So I have never really, didn't really think of them as using a staff to fight as much, but they, but they are. And maybe that's just because of him. I am not really sure, but yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty interesting fight. I guess it's just like, you know, he, it's paintball. It's just yeah, the darts. Is, yeah, clip them well. on there, and then he gets he takes two shots to the chest, and then he gets a little pump talk from his dad, and he's like, "Hey, come on, I know you can do better." Yeah. And then boom, pops up, does a double back, not just like I'm gonna flip to one side, but as soon as he lands, flips back again. Right. Now that was pretty epic, and that then boom, cool. boom, 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 three shots. So, and why didn't the other kid just fire three shots?
0: Would, I know that's what I was thinking the whole
1: time. <laughs> Would have been, been over. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like a video game too. He sets him down. He's like, <laughs> "Next challenger." Yeah. And then, <laughs> and they're just ready. Uh, and there's a judge, you know, this, he's who's scoring points, and they're they're training for sure. It's it's cool. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. You know,
0: they're a very interesting um, group of of people. Definitely. Like M- just yeah, yeah, they have their own customs. Something Bo Katan is not even used to, but she they're still all Mandalorians. It's quite. It's kind of cool. Um, but do- you do, you do like feel like they're really off grid. They're their own group, and mm-hmm. they're just. I don't. I, how long have they been there? On the yeah, we don't really know. This planet, is that's a great know?
1: question. I mean, it to me is uh, I've I've been struggling to understand like why. Um, so there was a group of them, and in during season one, they get ex- like their secret location is exposed, so they have mm-hmm. to relocate it. This is the way. Uh, they relocate the covert here, I'm guessing, but then there's this weird like book of Boba Fett moment where there's like a transition around some space station and, and, yeah. and he shows up there and fights, uh Visla with the dark saber yeah. but then now we're back here to this desert sort of planet i don't even really know if we, we don't it's a secret location
0: it is yeah. that's all
1: they say they won't they won't really say anything else i did think it was kind of funny you see all the younglings in this and i felt like it was the for the mandalorian uh mercs who like do a lot of the costuming for mm-hmm. mandalorians mm-hmm. i felt like it was like you know bring your kid to work day or something and they all just <laughs> like brought their kids in and they're back oh, there that's so cool messing around because
0: that's- I mean, would be awesome, right? There's just a bunch
1: of activities that are happening. They've got yeah. like uh, some of them are trying to scale up the side of the the mountain, and then some of them are trying to like work with like it looks like a fire pit, and some are watch. It's just lots of activities going on. So today was clearly like a training day. So they're out there just um, yeah. training away, and you see some more advanced combat happening, but then you see some younger individuals just standing around. So I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. There was a cool part here too where um. Din says to uh, Paz's son, he says, one does not speak unless one knows. Yeah. Right? Uh, This is the way. And that's actually so when... I like that. Maybe when I've got like a youngster mouthing (laughs) off at school or something and they're getting a little, you know, talking back. One does not speak unless one knows. Okay? (laughs) Can
0: you drop that on someone who you like, you know, they like Star Wars and they would understand. That
1: would be good humor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, you know. Um. Yeah, just kind of funny. It's funny because then there was like the Quill line where he's like, I have spoken, right? So, okay, Quill spoke because he knew, apparently. He So, since he knows, yeah, he was allowed to speak and, know. I, and I have spoken.
0: I mean, spoken. I would say a lot of teenagers, they would say of themselves, they know.
1: Oh, they would. And that's what this kid said, right? He was just like, he's like, well, yeah. I know. So, yeah. what's up? And then clearly, and then Den's like, well, maybe this lesson is for you. So, he <laughs> just go back and forth. Yeah. what
0: Raptor. Yeah. I'm I probably took me like six minutes, seven minutes to look up what the beast was that was flying away with... uh, Oh, the raptor? Ragnar. Yeah. Yeah. The raptor. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That thing is is crazy. It just comes over the... So, I mean, he is sort of contemplating his loss to Grogu. Mm -hmm. This thing swoops in there and just, boom, picks him up. And you get
0: the idea that this is not the first time this happened. They're like, yeah, it always gets away. Yeah.
1: No, it is one of those things where out in the wild it's like okay yeah you see, um, I'm trying to think like if a lion is out there looking for a meal and it's it's hard to chase down the other mm-hmm. gazelle but you see some younglings there yep he's gonna take out the younglings sorry yep. but I mean that, it's their job to kind of protect him did you see that it was like a viral TikTok video where it was um it was a couple porcupines or whatever protecting their two little porcupines. Mommy and Daddy Porcupine were like <laughs> they had the the other two ones in the middle, and this um oh my gosh I don't know what it was it was a big cat though it was a big like lion or something I don't know what it was exactly but it was trying to get to their little babies and they had them surrounded Aww. and the porcupines they they were able to like
0: I mean they're yeah they have some uh, really sharp yeah you call quills them? or yeah. whatever yeah
1: <laughs> and they, it did it did a great job it actually was able to um Spines, you know yeah. yeah get them off the but. Anyway, uh, no one has the wherewithal to get in a ship. Well, I guess they don't have ships.
0: No, yeah.
1: Or something. They're they have one yeah. big ship, maybe like a freighter somewhere that's hidden. Yep. Right? Because we don't know. We don't see any ships there. We don't know how they got there. We don't know where that's. I'm sure there is one, but...
0: Mm-hmm. It probably like, really would have taken too long to start that. It maybe is not as agile as, um, as Bo-Katan's yeah. ship. Yeah
1: yeah you've also got the N one so that's that's uh the the nabu fighter that um didn't has so it's parked somewhere as well but they all take off in jetpacks and they cannot keep pace with it they can't keep pace and they run out of fuel but then she goes on ahead and figures out where it's at so yep thanks to thanks to her you know we actually know we know where that thing is uh is at but and uh yeah then we get so that's that's sort of like part one, and it's yeah. th- this whole season has done this quite a bit. Where there's like there's a beginning, sort of like one fourth of the episode we're going to show you this way, and then two fourths we're going to show you this way, and then the last fourth we're going to come back to this planet. It's been kind right. of a Different with like the last two episodes have been like that because yeah. we had this whole bit with Coruscant and Elia Kane and Doctor Pershing in the middle, yeah. uh, surrounded by the covert. The covert here in the in in the uh, beginning and then at the end. So same thing here. We have the beginning, the setup, the training. We have the the taking of the foundling, and then we have our foundling Grogu going into with the armorer. Mm-hmm. and learning about what it means to be a Mandalorian, learning how the Forge shapes them and, and may bring up some, it brings up some trauma for him. Yeah. He actually has a flashback then to Order 66. And this was awesome. This was flat out awesome. When when Master Beck just, so he sees the door. He sees he sees these these other Jedi are protecting Grogu. And yes, and trying. there's probably
0: like four or five of them. Yeah. Gonna, i got to look back. And the- I was like, what they are all protecting grogu. Grogu is seems to be one of the more important kids, uh-huh that yeah are, I mean, how important is he? Yeah, Why is he isolated from other kids?
1: yeah. why why weren't there other younglings yeah. around him? Were, does it was it just the circumstance that when the training broke out, he was with these other four Jedi
0: mm-hmm. uh, and
1: they're trying to get him so because they're trying to get him to Kelleran. And it feels like Kelleran was in charge of getting younglings to safety. It felt mm-hmm. like when this hall broke out, their mission was protect the younglings. Yeah. You know, like protect them, get them to Kelleran. Maybe he had done a couple runs prior to this and he had gotten a couple younglings mm-hmm. out. That's what I'm imagining and then because yeah. the fighting has broken out, they're trying to move from a, a secure location because if they mm-hmm. just sit there they're sitting ducks, right? I mean yep. they're they're at the capital, they're surrounded by clone troopers. So there's this operation that's been set up, and Beck has a way to get them out. That's what I felt like, and I and I just I'm not sure, but right. it was um yeah. Ahmad Best is awesome. He's back in this. He plays Jar Jar Banks. I explained all of this to Lottie and sort of made made the connection. So to see him, I had no clue that this was gonna happen. Yeah. I knew they brought him in as a Jedi for like some Jedi trials or training or whatever it was some some show that they had kind of created that i've not seen yet i just i heard about it and i was like awesome yeah so glad he's still in star wars and he's doing some and then yeah. boom he's in the mandalorian yeah this is not just some game show that they're doing no this is real yep. this it was just like it was on another level and then so the one jedi they're, they're like defending rogu and she like falls like it takes a blaster shot and she falls into the elevator with him mm-hmm. and he picks up that lightsaber yep and it's just reassures Grogu the whole nine yards. I was blown away. And it, you saw my reaction. Yeah. Genuinely was sort of like, what? <laughs> because I, I, I knew exactly who he was. I, I knew mm-hmm. I, it was took me a second to go. Are, is this really happening? Yeah. And it's just great. I mean, all the interviews with him and I've seen uh, some different sni- uh, little tidbits out there where, where he's talking about how awesome this is, how inclusive this is, how cool it is. And, uh, yeah, it's just been really, really neat, I guess, to yeah. see him in just, that role.
0: I just um, went to the shot where he's getting away with Grogu in that. I mean, it really looks like Hagrid and Harry in, there, in, in the flying mode. Or oh, something. yeah. <laughs> but in the background, you see the temple burning. Yes, you Jedi do. The Temple in right. flames. And then the next shot, it's just Coruscant. And I thought all these... Uh, vehicles they're just going their way Mm -hmm. there's there is a oh what you call it genocide happening in that city right now yeah 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 and all of them they're just going yeah coruscant's just going about his business (laughs) trying to
1: figure out like there's an attack happening okay let's get away from that sector let's take the long let's take the long way home essentially crazy and they kind of allude to that in the last episode where, where people from coruscant are sort of like Empire, Republic, New Republic, Jedi, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just another group in here yeah. and they just go about their business, yeah. which is kind of crazy. But yeah, he shows up. Now, um, Keller and Beck, getting used to the name here, mm-hmm. has a really cool robe. He's actually got mm-hmm. these like glyphs yeah. or yeah. whatever like in the robe and everything. It just looks freaking awesome i believe so he uses two lightsabers some jar kai yeah uh but he definitely has when he shows up he has a green lightsaber and then he picks up the blue, the blue yeah. yeah which which had fallen so I just want to make that clear looks like he's a green lightsaber user and yeah he's got he knows where he's going to he knows that there's an exit plan yeah. he, he's and oh my gosh he turns around and just the look on his face yeah he is upset he is not having this and he's just he's deflecting these bolts right back at the clone troopers. Yeah. And Force pushes one off and it's just
0: awesome. And I think they did that really really well that in uh the last episode where we were with Dr. Pershing and mm-hmm. and Alaya. Yeah. Uh they showed the same place as they went to. So the the train station and the Oh yeah, plaza the, 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 where, with the with the with mountain With the mountain peak. Yeah. yeah. Same places where they went where yeah. Grogu went on his his escape. Yeah, it. it
1: oh, you're fine. Yeah, it, it built in some continuity between the episodes, yeah. and you got to see, yeah, you know, these these different places. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last episode or not, but I believe the space opera place where Doctor Pershing speaks last episode is the same spot that Anakin and uh, Palpatine will have their conversation about yeah. Darth Plagueis. And I also explained to to Lottie uh, just as we were breaking down some of the Easter eggs. So going back to that episode real mm-hmm. quickly. Every time that Eli- that Elia is on screen, and there's this dark, ominous music playing underneath her, yeah, and it is the same music that is there at the space opera. It is like this long sort of tone uh, that, if you play both of those scenes, you'll hear it. You, you you'll know what I'm talking about. And I was very like, Whoa. interesting, yeah. So they're they're doing that. I mean, that when the music is matching up, and you're you're in a, in that location, and you're using that to kind of signal that hey, she might not be someone we can trust. It's pretty wild. It was just, uh, it was really cool. But this is a long, you know, exit here. And I was like, where is he going to go? How does he get away? The whole way, I'm just thinking like, this is not what I expected at all. There was tons of theories out there that other people that we've seen in Clone Wars were going to save Grogu. So you have like one of the most important Star Wars characters, Baby Yoda, Grogu, who has changed Star Wars, is like the face of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And now you have Keller and Beck, back and he is the one who saves yep. Grogu which is wild so what do you think why do you think that Grogu is this important or 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 what was it just that he was he happened to be in that one particular spot like let's just ask the question do you yeah. think that Yaddle and Yoda
0: had <laughs> a baby had a child <laughs> I mean we talked about that they were the only individuals of that species that mm-hmm. we know of right, right. so yeah. Yes, it's po- definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we look at the timeline. Right, we know now Yaddle was killed right. uh, by... Count Dooku. Count Dooku, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that was less than 50 years ago. So Yoda yes. definitely could have been around. But why would they keep it a secret, A Like, why would that See, be not known? they
1: might have known. I mean, like, it, it might have just been known in the temple, but not explained mm-hmm. to us. See, some of the things that we have to remember yeah. are that... We don't know absolutely everything the day in, like the, like the, the ins and outs, right? So with the Mandalorian culture, we're, we're learning yeah. in this episode that, yeah. oh, hey, if you're the leader of the war party, you can sit by the fire. The honor yeah. is yours. Yeah. We didn't know that before. So the same thing goes with, as we learn about Yoda's backstory or we learn about Grogu's backstory. We didn't know he was saved by this guy. Yeah. We also didn't know that Yoda was his daddy. Yeah. That never came up. There was no reason we to ever know. talk about Yoda's we children.
0: Yeah. So but it's possible. Be, I know it's possible. But I think I would be a little disappointed then that Yoda, w- in the last minutes of his life, wasn't when checking he's for with his... Luke. He wasn't really, I mean, maybe he like was train... thinking about him, but yeah. like, there's no hint whatsoever that there's anything yeah. like that out there. So.
1: That's true. That's true. See, I. I it could be Yaddle's son. Yeah. Yep. And that would be interesting yeah. that his mother. Was a that great warrior. Because like. yeah. we don't
0: know as much about her. She could have had a. Absolutely. Style. Yep. And I do think, back to your question, I do think that he is of importance because not only is he protected by so many Jedi, he is also hunted by so many. Like mm-hmm. when you see. um, Kella. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Master Kellerin? Yeah. Master Kellerin? Kellerin. Yeah. Yes. Kel- yes the guy who, and yeah. The guy who saves him. Or Master
1: Beck yeah it's a good back back yeah okay safe. there we go master back, That's master back. Yeah, it's easier
0: <laughs> so yeah. when he saves him and he's trying to escape with him on that other ship right. there is stormtroopers on the or not stormtroopers <laughs> clone on, troopers it's clone okay troopers yeah. on the on the platform right lots of them and then while they're trying to get away there's more ships coming in trying to get them and it's yeah. like they all know they're there and they're focusing i mean this is order 66 there's so many jedi yeah. they need to eliminate, right? Right, right, And right. It, it seems like a lot of them are focused on Grogu. Yeah. And so that's why it makes me think like he's very extra special important. <laughs> yeah, he do does for sure. Yeah. No,
1: I, I feel like there's something extra here. Um. Yeah. I, I, it, again, it could just be that Kellerin was in charge of getting younglings out as fast as possible and had connections and was using those to get people out. That the fighting broke out and that was immediately his response and people mm-hmm. like a message goes out mm-hmm. and then he's just, they just, all the Jedi know, get the younglings to to Kelleran back and, yeah. and and here we go. I also think there's something extra special because he and Anakin are born the same year. Uh the chosen one, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker and Grogu, born like same time. Oh, I never knew that. Same time. Yeah. I think they're exa- I think they're the exact same day uh same age. Pretty sure. Could be wow. wrong, but I thought they were. That was like when this all came out and people were trying to figure out how old Grogu was mm-hmm. and they said they was 50 years old, people like tracked it back and like, that's the same year Anakin was born.
0: Wow. I
1: think. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Anyway, um, yeah. So just, there's something. There is something special and there's something probably special about Yoda's species as well. They oh, yes, live super sure. long, yeah. preserving the order, knowing that this, this individual is not going, it's going to be year, maybe a hundred years before he's ready to really be in, in, in true combat or to really be mature and ready to, to, to reforge the 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 Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think Grogu is the future of Star Wars mm-hmm. in general. What yeah. like he's just sort of even thirty years from now he'd be eighty, getting closer to get getting closer to hundred, and he could be the Jedi master that leads the order beyond Rey. You know, beyond Rey Skywalker, like he could be someone way down the line who was trained by Master Skywalker, (laughs) trained by Luke Skywalker, also raised by Mandalorians. He has a he was there. He I mean, think of how far back he goes. Right. He's born the same year as look at the names. Anakin Skywalker. He's (laughs) raised in the temple with all these Jedi who protect him, who take care of him. He has this history. He knows them. He knows Master Yoda, Yaddle, yeah. he knows yeah. all these individuals in the Clone Wars. He experienced that. He experienced yeah. Order sixty six. Now he's experiencing the Imperial Remnant. He probably will live. I guarantee you, he lives beyond all of this stuff that is happening in the sequels. Yeah. And Ezra Bridger in his order that's coming up. I kind of feel like he's going to experience. I think there's another. Yeah, I don't know. Be if, so
0: so epic. Yeah. Can I just tell you Hopefully.
1: something real quick? Yes, if please. I were in charge of Star Wars, can I tell you what yes, I would do? Let me know. Because this is this is ridiculous. Like Luke Skywalker, I heard, I saw somewhere on Twitter somewhere that, that uh, Dave Filoni kind of said that Luke Skywalker may not be a Jedi, a, like like a true Jedi following the Jedi way. I don't know what that what that was all about. But anyways, oh, okay. it made me think of something though. Regardless, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's a Jedi. He's doing his thing. He'll become Master Skywalker and he'll train Ray. But his order is he was kind of continuing. It seems like in the sequels, what Luke does is try to continue the old way of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah. Like he tries to continue on with what Yoda and everyone else, you know, did Mm -hmm. one of the coolest thing that things that happens in legends is that Luke actually, instead of continuing on the old Jedi way, he creates the new Jedi Mm -hmm. way. It's the new Jedi order. And uh, I'm saying way now because of this is the way. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, sorry. But uh, but it, you know he cre- yeah it's the new Jedi Order and there's different rules. They're allowed attachments. They're having children. Like they they're the bloodlines are allowed to sort of move forward. Not all of them do, but some of them do, and it's and it's and it's okay. Um, and I don't have all the clarity on that, but I just I just sort of think that Ezra Bridger, if he comes in and he does set up a new order, a new way. To counteract what's going on with Thrawn out in the under, separate from Master Skywalker,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a huge galaxy. Yeah, it could be something totally different. They could even call it the Order of Bendu or whatever they want. They can call <laughs> it something different because Kanan had this experience with the Bendu, yeah, right with yeah. Bendu, and and so Ezra did as well. They're they're different. They're this they're this off branch. I mean, Kanan has a son that I believe. Jason Syndulla will be trained by Ezra Bridger. I kind of think that Grogu may walk his own path in the way of the Mandalore for a while. And he then may may find this other order. And maybe they'll do something with Rey down the line. I'm not sure. But if Mm -hmm. it were me, I would set up something epic with Ezra Bridger. I really would. And I, I would set up, I would do what you didn't do. Like, I, I, would, I would make more connections to Legends. I would do things on a, on a grander scale, bring back yeah. the Force, bring back more Jedi. The idea that after 30 years, after Luke has had all this time, that he's still the only one left is just sad. Yeah. You know, and that is yeah. the only one that's, that's there, and then it's these two battling it out. It just feels really, uh, it just feels like the Order never came back. It feels like nothing ever happened. And so... Yeah. Where does it all go? Anyway, I I just think they need to correct that a little bit. And there's other things that could be happening in the galaxy while all this stuff is, you know, did happen with the First Order and and everything else. There are other priorities that could be center for other people like Thrawn and the Chiss Ascendancy. They could literally, here's something they could do. They could literally leave the galaxy. Ezra Bridger, all these different, Ahsoka, all these other big players. They could go and have this whole sort of chapter where they're in the Chiss Ascendancy Doing war, doing whatever. They come back to the galaxy, realize Ray Skywalker. Then tells them what happened
0: mm-hmm.
1: while they all were gone, and they yeah. were all fighting in the in the in the unknown regions uh, or the beyond or whatever they're gonna call it. Yeah. But they come back to the galaxy and realize, holy smokes, like that that happened. Mm-hmm. And they beat Palpatine again. Okay, cool. And we just sort of move on. But yeah. I would almost like kind of I don't know circumvent is the word, but like just work your way around what happened in the sequels. Mm-hmm. And, and at the same time, they are adding to it because all this stuff with cloning, Grogu, the cloning technology from from Kamino, yep. Mount Tantis, all of it is building towards Thrawn, the Imperial Remnant, resurrecting Palpatine, bringing back the Empire. Right, But for what? Is it just to rule? That they think it's a better order than the New Republic or... Is there a greater threat out there? Lots of lots of questions to still answer. Mm-hmm. But I would really get a grasp on where they're going to go with all of this. I know they want to tie it into the sequels, but they have to be thinking beyond that. Yeah. Like to stretch the Star Wars timeline is, is I think the biggest thing that they that they can do. Really. Yeah. So sorry.
0: Lots I of, think they're. I think you're right. They're setting us up. It feels like they're setting us up for something like that with the open ending of Rebels. Ezra mm-hmm. Bridger is out there. Sabine is going to go find him. Sabine herself is a Mandalorian. We're yes. watching the Mandalorian right now. We have Ahsoka out there too who is guiding Sabine to Ezra. So, And we get more about that hopefully in the Ahsoka series. So I mm-hmm. think this year we're going to get a lot. And I hope, I really would be disappointed if they don't follow up on all that build up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. really make something good grade grant out of that
1: (laughs) yeah and 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 two things i mean so it it can also be that everything that's happening now i've said this a lot but at the end of episode six when you go from episode six to episode seven there's 30 years Mm -hmm. 30 years right so all of episodes four five and six took place in a matter of like two to three years yeah like two to three years where they had they showed you the end of this great rebel alliance in this battle that took place and then you go back let's see in episode 1 i don't I, i'm trying to think what the timeline is there between episode 1 2 and 3 anakin is a young boy what is he is 9 10 years old grows up i mean he's yeah it just it's it's not a lot of time yeah and so i feel like you can show so much in a short amount of time here like give him 10 years to build to some great real battle between the new republic and thrawn's imperial remnant and yeah. what were they trying to do? But there's also Splinter factions that are trying to bring back Emperor Palpatine, but maybe that's not really Thrawn's true agenda. You can do all of those things within this next thirty years and make right. it fit, make it work. And they should do that. But then they should set up things here that will that will connect to Rey's story moving forward. Yeah. And Daisy Ridley, I'm sure she'll come back and they'll they'll do some stuff, but they need to set up an epic story moving forward with Grogu, with someone that they that we love, that we care about, that we're like yeah. Oh this worked really well. Yeah. It worked well with 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 kids. It was a good story. There's good storytelling and they're doing that. Like Dave Filoni, John Favreau, all the people that they're bringing, the creatives that they're bringing in are telling interconnected story that yeah. makes sense even if it's cheesy and corny sometimes because there are <laughs> moments where this is like really kind of corny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sure. is it's it's for kids. <laughs> yeah. It is it's meant for kids and it's about the light versus dark. It's about <laughs> good versus evil and they're capturing that. And so. you
0: said they're t- they're currently talking to Daisy about more stuff. They were. More, more I, stuff. Well,
1: it's speculated. She showed okay. up for a lunch mm-hmm. at Lucasfilm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Yeah. Just to say hello? I mean, just to, hey, come on over. want <laughs> to chat. What's up? <laughs> like, no. I mean, she said, it was. I forget what she said it was or whatever, but everyone's like, don't. They, come on. They yeah. know what they're doing and they are setting up something with yeah. her i just have a feeling okay um they needed to let it breathe they need mm-hmm. to figure it out they need to work through all the pieces and have a cohesive story come together and th- there's big talk that kathleen kennedy is pushing like there, next week next week apparently they are announcing this is during star wars celebration they're <laughs> announcing the next movies or the next trilogy of oh. movies in star wars yes like big We have nothing big, planned, right? <laughs> we got nothing planned. Okay, good. And it is gonna be a massive announcement. So I'm excited because that's gonna be a Star Wars celebration. They're they're announcing. Obviously, the trailer for Ahsoka will be out. There will be tons of Star Wars news coming. There's um trying to think. All these other little TV shows that we have. The Acolyte is gonna be coming out. We'll get a trailer or something, maybe a promo for that. Uh, we'll learn more about uh, Cal Kestis. Mm-hmm. and I don't need to play that in front of Lottie. I've actually I showed you the um Remember that video game I was watching in Cal Kestis was... Fallen
0: Order? No, Fallen fall order,
1: fall order. Exactly. So this will be Jedi Survivor. This is mm-hmm. going to be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So it's it's him, I think, five years later. I'm pretty sure. Cool. Um, it's around the same time as Obi-Wan Kenobi in that, in that series. So people are hoping to, to get some cool story elements from mm-hmm. that that are going to tie in. Because people keep thinking Cal Kestis is going to step into, like, Andor. Or he's going to step into... Like, some people thought Cal Kestis was going to be the guy who actually you know, saved, uh, and I didn't think so, because he's too, mm-hmm. he's, he he himself is actually a, a running from Order 66, and yeah. he was not, you know, but some people were saying, well, could he have been the guy who saves, you know, Grogu? No. Um, and I'm glad they didn't do anything like that, because, yes.
0: Yeah. Sorry, just to, uh, now that we've seen where, we don't really know where Gro- Grogu goes after that, right? Mm-mm. So, it could, do you think it could still, he could still end up somehow on Mount Tantis Mount and Tantis? be... Oh
1: boy, that's a great Captured. question. Because at some point, at some point, it feels like Doctor Pershing and his people have had access to him, right? Okay. What How, makes you
0: think that?
1: No, that's 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 in Mandalorian season one. Remember, oh, remember when? That's they, right. Yes,
0: Doctor, yeah. yeah, that's where he showed up the first time, Doctor Pershing. Yeah. Right. Yes, it, yes, it, yes, but yes.
1: it feels like so. It's very hard to to. Mm-hmm. Some people would say, "Well, no, they were just trying to get Grogu." No, they needed Grogu back. Okay it feels like Grogu somehow got away from them.
0: Yeah.
1: Or some Nikto gang of, of pirates took him and they are trying to reacquire him. That's why they're hiring bounty hunters to go get him. Yeah. And, or it's just that he's been out there on the loose, possibly, and they just mm-hmm. wanted to gain uh, access to his his DNA so that yeah. Dr. Pershing can make a strand cast, as he talked about here, right, right, right. from yeah. him and use that DNA to help create a body that would be on essentially... Snoke. Snoke yeah. is one of the things that Palpatine and his dark acolytes were trying to create to uh, a body, an yeah. essence that, like Palpatine, could download himself. His yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Right. He could do con. Yeah, transfer his essence into yeah. that individual. So Grogu is a part of that, studying his genetics mm-hmm. and his DNA and creating something from him, or using something there to understand aging and and how. Yoda's species lives so long mm. is helping them to create some secret project, and that, by the way, Elia Kane, who we saw last episode, every single time Palpatine, that ominous Darth Plagueis like tone, undertone is being is being played yeah. with her. It's a very Sith like music that is playing, and she seemingly, I think people think Moff Gideon's the big bad guy, and they're wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I, if I'm wrong, you come back here and you let me know, okay? <laughs> Uh, But I think she's working for an even more sinister group. Like everyone offs themselves when Gideon seems to say so, but I kind of think Gideon is working for something even higher than himself. And it might be directly related to Palpatine.
0: I would love for you to be right. And I'm eating my microphone here. Sorry. (laughs) Please
1: just chomp down on it. (laughs) Uh, But I would love for me to be right too. You know? I mean, I don't know though. Like, I I love being surprised. I just think that he is the way I see the Imperial remnant is splintered and fractured, you know, different groups. uh, Supposedly, they've already surrendered, Mm -hmm. but there's a group of holdouts here and they are like the Empire itself at large has surrendered and they've signed some peace treaty Mm -hmm. there on Coruscant. And some of them are turning themselves in and they're being or they've been captured or whatever. They're decommissioning their fleet. And, and, and all this stuff
0: yeah
1: uh but Gideon is working on and it's weird because Palpatine wanted the empire to go through Operation Cinder and be burnt down he creates then he sets up burn down the empire um create the first order but then behind the first order he creates this Sith Eternal fleet you see how you see okay. how complicated that is so it's yeah. like he, he enacts once he dies he enacts this other contingency plan yeah. which will burn down the first order create i'm sorry will burn down the empire but from the empire there's an imperial remnant yeah not all of them were destroyed and some of right. them were, were, were holding out but then palpatine wants there to be a first order which is this new order that he is that that's working and it's going to be you know, whatever it's, it develops from his most trusted, devout, loyal people, but then there's a secret group behind that. So okay. that's why people have some trouble with the sequel sometimes is that like, yeah. uh, what? It doesn't seem like, it, like there's, there's all these secrets behind secrets and it seems like too yeah. many secret doors, yeah. you know? So, because now they have to make all that make sense. Yeah. Who's working for who? Like is, is Gideon working for, so I've, I've seen first order, but yet under the guise of Imperials. Mm-hmm. Or is it like Thrawn who was gone and came back in is and is getting the entire empire back together? That's what I think is, is that Thrawn has come back as the last Grand Admiral and he is gathering the Imperial remnant.
0: Hang on a second though. Yes. If Thrawn is back, he was with Ezra last. So mm-hmm. we need if Thrawn can come back, then we need then probably Ezra's back somewhere. Too. Somewhere.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they're hunting Thrawn. Um, Ahsoka showed us that when she fought Morgan Elsbeth that she is she is seeking Thrawn who mm-hmm. she knows is active
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that she says where is your master Thrawn meaning that whatever operation Morgan Elsbeth was in charge yeah. of yeah. and was actively doing was under the direction of Thrawn so that tells you Thrawn is active and they said it in this episode or the last episode mm-hmm. they said that these were too many TIE interceptors too many yeah, for yeah, some yeah, yeah. just like, what do they call it? I, I forget what they said, but it was it almost implied that there was a greater fleet out yeah, there yeah. that they didn't know about.
0: When they destroyed Bo-Katan's home. Yes, yeah.
1: when they bombed it, yeah. yeah. So, and I forget the exact phrasing on that, but it, that was kind of important last episode mm-hmm. to, to note that there's a bigger group out there. So if it's, and it whatever they, I forget the wording, but the way they describe Bigger than blank. Well, that blank is Moff Gideon. Bigger than this person. Like, clearly, too many Interceptors Mm -hmm. for there to just be. So, which means Thrawn. Which means someone like Thrawn, like a Grand Admiral who came in and is getting everybody sort of uh, ready to go. Which would make a lot of sense because Palpatine wanted the Empire to be shut down. Yeah. He wanted the old Empire to go away, the First Order to come back, and then the Sith Eternal... Fleet that he's working on out on Exegol showing up again. Now, Thrawn had different motives. He was working to, you know, be a part of the Empire, trying to convince uh, Emperor Palpatine to, for the TIE Defender Project, he wanted a greater fleet, a big fleet that could patrol the galaxy, not the Death Star, not some super weapon. I believe Thrawn was preparing for a threat against that entire galaxy. There is another galaxy that I believe he thinks is threatening and will Come into their galaxy into this known galaxy, yeah. It felt like in the unknown region, there was weather that could still be a part of this galaxy, I guess, right? But yeah. in the unknown region, it feels like Thrawn is and his people are facing a threat that is extremely great. And all Thrawn cares about at the end of the day is protecting the Chiss Ascendancy. He may seem like he is a diehard Imperial right now, mm-hmm. but that is all so that he can protect the Chiss Ascendancy. So, his greater goal. Is to even if he has to ally himself with some evil people like Darth Vader and and Emperor Palpatine, he wants them prepared to face what he believes is an even greater threat Um, or learn from them. Okay, possibly find some allies or something and and find some resources, some technology, learn about you know the Empire and then make it ready for. Uh, whatever attack might happen with the with the Chiss ascendancy. So when you read the Thrawn books and you read his backstory, that's very much what he is. So people even say too that the Thrawn books are different than the Thrawn we see in Rebels, and that very well may be. Maybe Thrawn does get rack. Um, he does get caught up in the beliefs of the Empire and all that kind of stuff, perhaps. But I think he's gonna come back and he realizes the strength in this unit and in this force and he is going to try to use his position as an authority figure as grand admiral to come back in and create what he believes is a better version of the empire. Okay. Yeah, he okay. will be the head of he will be the head of this new <laughs> empire. And he's in I mean, I forget how many I think 13 is it 13 grand admirals? Look up type yeah, in. Not many. How many grand admirals yeah. um, were there? And anyways, so when he steps back on stage, one of the things the alphabet squadron books have been trying to do is talk about who should be in control. Who wh- which of these admirals or uh, are there any great admirals? Twelve. Grand 12, 12 grand admirals. Appointed Thank
0: you. unexpectedly by Emperor Palpatine
1: himself. They're they're directly appointed, yeah. Uh,
0: at the New Year f- something week mm-hmm. celebrations of 2 BBY, the 12 grand admirals. Admirals were the most senior officers of the Imperial Navy. And answered directly to the Emperor.
1: Right. They knew a lot of secrets. And so what Thrawn knew in Heir to the Empire was he knew a lot of the Emperor's uh, secret storehouses, secret projects, rumors. They're high up there. They have the most intel, most knowledge, most access to other secret things. Mm-hmm. You had people like Mara Jade who, w- who were worked as the Emperor's hand. Like their, like, like his personal sort of... Um, I don't know, like uh, go-betweens. Like they would negotiate or work on his behalf and sometimes would even work directly with Grand Admirals. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a big deal. That hierarchy is important to keep in mind as he steps back into the stage. Yeah. And that's why I think someone like Eliak Kane, like when they know a Grand Admiral has come back and is going to unify them, if you believe in the Empire, you will get behind that Grand Admiral. And everything we know about Thrawn is that his his unit, his the people who work for him, they appreciate and admire him, even though the empire was largely anti alien. Uh, mm, he, yeah, 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 he happens sure. to be very efficient, very good, and yeah. So smart, very so, smart. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Holy Moses! Anyway, uh, just some Thrawn stuff, and you know,
0: I mean, but um, we're step
1: by step. We're step by step. Yeah. We're gonna get there, you know.
0: Uh, you were talking about different. Splinter groups basically in the mm-hmm. Empire, right? Yeah. And talking about splinter groups, I wanna make the cut back to, to the episode. Yeah. Uh we are still there's still so many Mandalorian groups out there, right? They're mm-hmm. also kind of splintered. What do you think going forward? So how did you like Bo Katan in this episode and, and yeah. still what do you think? Her How's she where's feeling? her where's her way?
1: uh yeah yeah go. where in which is uh, yeah where where her um where's where's her allegiance right now sort of right and mm-hmm. which way do you think she's gonna go yeah i think well i think she's impressed i think that this this is growing on her just that just like for us the 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 viewer the way has been a little as han solo would say in episode four a little hokey like a hokey religion that you're sort yeah, of like, like a cult. What? yeah come on you can't take your helmet this is kind of was kind of strange right but the more you learn about it, the more respect and honor and the honor tradition and their code, it's impressive and it's, it's inspiring other people and it's inspiring even Bo-Katan to go, okay, these people respect this. Yeah. It's not one person. That's the thing is that this is the way, meaning let, like it's not like we're following one individual. This is the creed. Yeah. This is our belief system. It's not just this president or this leader or this emperor or this ruler of Mandalore. She's right. always trying to be the ruler of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. It, all right, fine, but that ruler leads not through the dark saber, but through the way. Yeah, right. And that I mean, it's, it's said multiple times in this episode that the mythosaur. Right, when you've seen the the ancient mythosaur, that. That's a lucky thing. That's a good thing that 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 can open your eyes to other things. And there's yeah. a mystical power behind all of that. And when she pours the when the armor up for uh, when she poured the living waters into the little I don't know what it is like the yeah. her forge area. Yeah, it was magical, magical waters. Yes. So there's something Changed real dollars, to it, yeah. and she and she knows this. And they, I I I'm just so curious as to who she is. And
0: do you think she's li- she's grown up on Mandalore and
1: yeah yeah it won't I think they'll just I'm not sh- I. it definitely can't be any of the theories now that we've suggested which were like Bo-Katan's sister who was the, you know the mother of Corky Crees and would oh, would be yeah. like mm-hmm. you know Satine's sister as well so people thought there was three Crees sisters and this was one of them yeah. clearly they don't really know each no. other or they've not acknowledged that they know each other now that's the other thing too it's like we got even from Paz we had no idea that that was his son, the child save the child. Yeah. But so, and you're like, okay, that's his son, yeah. but they saved that reveal for later. So it could be that these two are secretly hiding mm-hmm. their suspicions of one another that they may suspect. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe the emperor, or, I'm sorry, the emperor, the armor <laughs> is, uh, is trying to hide her identity mm-hmm. and has kept it, hidden but her voice yeah. you would think would be recognizable right yeah right you would recognize that voice and maybe Bo-Katan does I don't know I I think it's a huge mystery and I have literally no clue anymore okay. as, as to who it could be it's just gonna be a some made-up character and they, they may just always keep the armorer a a mystery yeah really they, they might actually just keep her as the armorer and that's it yeah flat out so there yeah, is no like backstory
0: just like they keep Yoda species kind of a mystery. Yes, yep.
1: never tell it. Never <laughs> keep a mystery box there and never which again if Bo-Katan doesn't know who this is and is just finding their leader who like it is is more of a spiritual guide like a, like a leader in terms of like this is the way, this is the creed and they they turn to her for knowledge and advice. She's more of an advisor and not mm-hmm. necessarily their leader. Yeah. And one of them emerges as a leader. That's kind of cool. And then who is this sort of um, mystical guide, the armorer? Yeah. No one knows. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question though, because I think she is more and more starting to identify with this with this group and seeing that this covert is they're they're together mm-hmm. and they're united in their in their beliefs and their goals. Yeah. Whereas her people are fractured, following the person who's the strongest, who has the best, who can wield the saber, who was given the saber and, and shouldn't have been and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's she basically said, like, they'll follow anybody who waves that saber around. Right. Yeah. Anybody who waves the dark saber around, they will follow like yeah. it, they don't have a, a good uh, foundation. They, right. they're, they're really just whimsical, can be pulled this way, pulled that way. Whereas these individuals are not. Yeah. Din in this covert, they are not just swayed one way or the other. No. They are rigidly following the <laughs> yep. way. Yeah. So.
0: And and yeah, I think Bo just she's learning so much right now. She's lost her way. When we see her just, yeah. you know, just lingering around when when uh, Din shows up. She's just she doesn't know what to do with herself right now. That's true. So yeah. So she's learning a lot and just like the Armor says to to grogu earlier how much the armor means to a mandalorian that's their identity that's the Mm -hmm. trials they face which goes into their armor Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah like that's part of their identity and and we see how the mythosaur becomes part of part of bo's identity in this episode because she's seen it now yeah. it's part of her. It's part of her trial. It's part of her journey. Yes. Yeah, for so sure. So it's really cool that, that they showed
1: Well, and it's... That. It, her story arc is someone who has heard about... Like, she grew up... Uh, it's almost like you're a kid who grew up in church. You're like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Angels, demons, whatever. And then you're out and about and you're like... You one day come across like... This, this, you have this experience where you're like, oh, maybe they were right yeah. <laughs> about something, and I don't, I'm not trying to make a direct, no, well, connection least, to our religions it, or it, faith, but it's just, it's something like that where you, you're, you're told these, these, I mean, it's Santa Claus, we we'll go as simple as Santa Claus. You're told about Santa Claus, and you be like, yeah, I kind of went through the motions of the kid, and I believed in Santa for a while, but now, now I'm grown up, and now, as a grown up, she's sort of like, uh, I just saw Santa, yeah, like, something like that, yeah, I, you know.
0: Or at least it, it unites those people. You know their beliefs unite them. They give them direction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she even even if she doesn't really adopt hundred percent of their their belief system, she learns a lot about yeah being a leader. And we see her in a leading role again in this mm-hmm. episode, where she lead the leads the hunt for for the raptors and and yeah saving. Saving the child.
1: Save the child. Uh, Yeah, because she is the war party leader, which we learn, hey, if you're the war party leader, you have the honor of sitting by the fire. Yep. Amazing. How amazing is that? So little things like that that keep keep popping up that we we learn more and more about the way. And uh, it's great. This was just a go rescue a foundling episode. I mean, it was like Grogu is rescued and then Ragnar is rescued and they fought each other and they Mm -hmm. probably will grow up together and... And be, you know, maybe friends and go through trials and stuff together, which is a, a cool story. Like the way they're putting this together more and more and more, I'm starting to see what they're trying to do with uh, with, with Grogu and and yeah. Mandalore and, and bringing it back and making it a huge point in, in the galaxy. Like if you can get a united Mandalore, they were one of the most because Satine during the Clone Wars chose not to. To be impartial, essentially, like I'm not going to join one side or the other. We're going to be uh very neutral in all of this, mm-hmm. and we're she had abandoned the, the the warlike mentality that they had had in the past. Now, if they were fully operational, if you will, and there was a fully operational man- Mandalore, they they themselves could have challenged the um the Emperor. Like that's sort of why they're destroyed. That's why, yeah. like, they yeah. are a big deal back in yeah. the day there was what were called like the, I forget what it's called, the Mandalorian Wars. It was the the Jedi versus the Mandalorian. Uh, and and they had this this massive battle and fight. So that's something in Legends. So they're, yeah, they're kind of a big deal. And yeah. if you could get them together, if you can keep them fractured, then they're not a threat. But if they come together, they're a big force in the galaxy. Yeah. Big time. And yeah. the other thing that's happening sure. now, uh, yeah. subtly underneath all of this is that the new Republic is decommissioning all of the old Alliance ships and all of the Imperial fleet. They are trying to go to a system where there are not like, it's it's almost like there's a lot of nuclear weapons in the galaxy and they're destroying all of them. They're saying, okay, we're going to take this all back a notch. We're going to destroy their weapons and our weapons and everyone else's weapons. Well, now if Mandalore comes along and says, we got this massive weapon and we are now united, they didn't see that coming. It's like, oh shoot, they're just as powerful as anybody. They're just as powerful, so yeah. Who knows? We only see a small covert right here, right? And I know it seems like on a on a, on a pretty small scale, but that's not what Mandalore was. And I know that they're yeah. they're scattered and they're a broken people, but they could come back mm-hmm. in the thousands and maybe millions. So. I mean,
0: yeah. Hopefully, that's what they're uh, they're going after because yeah. the whole show is called The Mandalorian. So yeah. hopefully, we get that. I feel like that's what Bo has to go through. Like, how do I unify? unify yeah unify my -hmm. my people people. yeah
1: yeah for sure I think they're going to and I think we ask even Michaela like is it going towards a we go back to Mandalore we reclaim it and that Mm -hmm. is that does seem maybe even Meg before that said the same thing everyone seems like there we're in agreement that we are going to go back there and reclaim it there may be a Mandalorian war Mm -hmm. but these guys will come out triumphant and this is the way the other the other groups and clans will submit to these individuals because if they win that is right if they, if they win in that regard, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, can I ask one more question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen the armor herself fight in a fight? Did she ever yes. fight? Yes,
1: one time she she does okay. and it's in season one and she fights against a bunch of stormtroopers who are running down after she tries to, like Din is down there with IG-11, the child, they're all trying to to get out and she says, go, I will buy you some time. Okay. Right, Like save the foundling. This is the way mm-hmm. that is. And so she says right here, you have honored your house in all of Mandalore. Uh, and, and how did she do that? Mm-hmm. You have done the highest honor yeah. of the creed. You've saved a foundling. That's what Din did. He saved a foundling as well. And then and, yeah. and, in and, and the first season. So she has great respect for that. She was willing to die and buy him time. We actually weren't mm-hmm. sure if, them, if she lived during that whole thing, but she put a few of them stormtroopers down. She waited okay. for them to walk in and uh they had their guns trained on her and she was like i don't think so
0: wow well, I, I was Took just wondering because yeah because c- um they have these little antennas most of them on um attached right. to the helmet right those are range finders i just googled that yeah and i was wondering she doesn't have one of those so i was she wondering if not. she ever really fights she seems more of a, a a um what how do i put it like she mm. she's the She creates armor, right? That's her Mm -hmm. role. She's Mm -hmm. not really the one that that goes out and fights.
1: Right. It's the same sort of thing that like... um, I liken her a little bit unto Obi-Wan. And people are like, Oh, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. But Obi-Wan doesn't have blasters and fancy stuff. Mm -hmm. He might have a, a sword at his side and you don't quite... Think he's that much of a threat right uh he doesn't have all the tech and the gear she's not wearing all these other things yeah, her
0: armor looks very simple mm-hmm. very
1: simple very old a very older mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. she is an advisor she is a guide yeah uh yeah she's in in, in in a way right now she's a temporary leader for them but she is they're seeking yeah. a leader one a leader will rise through their ranks and that will be who they follow yeah but until then she is just a guide and she's teaching about the way and she's a spiritual sort of advisor yeah so but Mm -hmm. she's dangerous oh yeah she's dangerous so don't mess with her but you're right it's totally her 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 makeup or her um her costuming is is very different Mm -hmm. from the other mandalorians which is really important yeah so she's even wearing some um like a hide or like a like a fur on 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 her shoulders and that's Probably from some.
0: It stands out, yeah. Yeah, some
1: beast that she killed or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We don't know anything about her backstory, and I she is one of the biggest mysteries in the Mandalorian still, and probably they need they got to keep that running for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. So because I mean, when she pours the living waters in there, she knows Mm -hmm. right away. Absolutely. Yeah. You did go there. Yep. And you're like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) she knows. What does she know and not know? It is just. Yeah fascinating
0: by the way it's so much fun to just i can just throw questions at you like do you know did yeah. the armor ever fight and you're like yeah absolutely and i remember when she you know protected them and yeah bought them time and i was like this is so cool you just know so much and it's well it's there's just a lot. Fun uh, too well thank you just don't yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i mean it, it, it's a lot to so i don't know all the exact specifics you know I'm, sometimes i'm warning like what I can quote a lot of is like episode one, two, three, four, five and six, you know, and I can quote some rebels and quote some of those yeah. other major things. And I know some of the legends and lore and stuff, but to keep it all, I mean, it's so that va- it's over 40 years, I know. over 40 years of material yeah. that has dropped. So for any one person to know it all is, is sort of crazy, but I do obsess over it. You are right about that. I even said today we were like rewatch those episodes and I was like, I just kind of want to rewatch them yeah uh mm-hmm. so we we're on uh, we're on spring break so we had a chance to sit down and oh, rewatch watch yeah. all of the um all yeah. the episodes and it's great
0: yeah, that's great it's um, great yeah ba- by the way if you just randomly throwing that out here if you feel like you're craving something sweet
1: oh please throw
0: together a mashed this is banana. your treat for the
1: end of the episode friends
0: <laughs> just mash up a banana put like about i don't know two uh, two tablespoons of peanut butter in there and some cocoa powder mash that all together like it has to be a good just one mass and then put it in a container and in the freezer for however long you want really (laughs) we only put it in there for like maybe 45 minutes but if you want like more of an ice cream consistency keep it in there longer and yeah thank me later
1: Thank us later. That was literally like <laughs> you pulled that out at the end of our Mandalorian watching experience, and I was like, "Yeah, I downed it right before the episode." <laughs> that's probably why I'm I'm so energetic right now. I still have like this big sugar. No, it's not really it's not super. It's sweet, but it's just it's bananas. Right, yeah, and, I mean,
0: it's banana and, you know. and a, li- a little bit of sweetener. It's peanut butter. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so
1: good. uh But actually, speaking of that, so since we yeah we're on spring we're on spring break, I'll be yeah. back uh later this week with my good friend Cameron. He's going to pop on the episode. We're yes. going to watch the next Mandalorian episode. We're going to kind of do like some Bad Batch, maybe an episode or two. We'll kind of combine together. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about the last episode when the new one comes out and talk right. about those two together. It's kind of what we've been doing just to get through because there's a lot happening and we're still running. Um, Shell Cottage Radio and Harry Potter Hangout. Mm-hmm. Go check all those things. We've got big updates coming on those shows. But yeah, Cameron will be in. And then the following week, we'll have another Mandalorian episode followed by Star Wars Celebration. That will be huge. And anyone who is a patron, by the way, so all of our Jedi Masters out there, I'm going to be going live. I went live last year for that, and it was just fun mm-hmm. just to sit there, and it's a hangout. It's straight up just a hangout where you guys can pop in. We're and make
0: blue drinks.
1: Blue drinks. We're going to have some Star Wars snacks, <laughs> and we'll have some Star Wars running. We'll have the live stream up, be watching live the updates. And it's literally, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be sitting there trying to run a show. It's just, I'm sitting there for a long while. I might be staring at the screen watching what you guys are watching and saying, you guys see that? <laughs> Like, that's cool. So it's probably the most boring live stream ever. Oh, but
0: don't say that. Well, it's just,
1: it's just hanging out with people, yeah. right? And then when, when news happens and people break out, they, like, pop into YouTube and, like, oh, my yeah. God, did you guys see the thing or yeah. the trailer? And that's that's what that will be. So if you're interested in that, uh, I can, I'll can send links to our patrons. You guys are more than welcome to pop on, pop in and out. Stay as long as you want. It'll be, I one time was on for, like, the max that YouTube would let me on. <laughs> like, stayed on as long as I could. So that'll be fun. It'll be next week. But all right, friends. Well, hey, uh, thank you guys so much. Go try that dessert. Uh, go back and rewatch Mandalorian episode three and four and let me know what you think. You got any, th- I don't know, theories, thoughts on Kane and Dr. Pershing? Why did she do that? That's still stumping me and stuff with Thrawn. Anything you guys got, uh, send it my way. Would appreciate it. So there was, we did see last thing for you guys. If you stick around, if you stick around to the end of the episode, you might get like these extra little nuggets here, which is, Remember, we just watched that TikTok about um, <laughs> about Elia being pregnant. Yeah,
0: because she touched her belly. She
1: touched her stomach three times, guys. So she she's pregnant. pregnant. And that's a theory floating around on TikTok. So go check that out. <laughs> anyway, All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you're wonderful. And thanks for listening. Please leave a review. Helps the podcast. Would appreciate that. Send your thoughts in. Would love to read some transmissions on the show if we get some of those and uh, again come hang out with us next week so with all of that uh remember that this This, is the way oh my goodness that's the first time (laughs) we got it right Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that review. Check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way.